This is Daily Path Podcast. I'm your host, podcast coach, and transformational speaker, Joe Winters Jr. Now I've been in this business a long time. God gave me the gift of a strong mind. And when I step foot on a path, the good and the bad, they just come by. Never done trying. I do it, I do it. Till each time I do it, it's done right. Ooh. And God left his signature on me. So how could I ever be unsigned? See, everyone has got a gift. Not anonymous, but God given. What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Winters Jr., the founder of Daily Path Academy and your host of Daily Path Podcast. Welcome back to the show and thank you for joining me this morning. Quick reminder, if you are a speaker, coach, or business owner who wants to build a top-rated podcast that changes lives around the globe, then I'd really love to show you how. You can visit my website, joewintersjr.com. That's www.joewintersjr.com and book a free discovery call with me, with me today. Now, here on today's podcast episode, I'm joined by special guest Monica Moody. She is a career coach at Owning Change. Um, recently released a book um, earlier this year, official release date, April 9th, 2021. I'm very um, excited to talk about the book today and talk about personal development as she is a leader in the personal development space. Uh, Monica, how are you doing today? Hey, Joe, I am doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing well, and I'm glad to hear that you're doing fantastic. Thank you for joining me on Daily Pat Podcast today. Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited for our conversation. Me too. So we can just jump right into it. First, I would like um, for us to start with you telling us about how you got into career coaching. So how did I get into career coaching? Um, it was not something that was on my radar. Um, until I sort of landed in it. And I was actually working in higher education for a number of years and student affairs is what I knew best. I applied for a position as um, director of residence life at a women's college, because that's the world that I knew. And when I applied, um, the person who was the hiring manager, she actually called me and invited me to not take that role, but to take a role as director of career services. And it was one of those moments like, what? It wasn't computing, but I sat with it. And after a couple of weeks, ended up going back to say, yes, I am interested. Um, then from there, I was working on a vision board one day. And you know, the guidance that I had at that time was to just follow whatever you're attracted to and just add it to your board. So I'm in an Oprah magazine and I see the word life coach. And at that time, I didn't even really understand what a life coach was, but it was just something about it. I said, oh, okay. So right. I put that on the board. And um, soon thereafter, those two worlds kind of merged, career services and life coach. And right. I ended up um, going for my certification as a life purpose and career coach. Mm -hmm. So at yeah. the time, let me, let me ask you, at the time of um, getting your certification as a life coach, life and purpose coach, what, um, what, what did that mean for you at that moment? as a coach? So all I really knew at the time that I went for the certification was that I wanted to help transform lives. That was the only thing that I was really clear on. Mm -hmm. And so once I started investigating um, coaching programs, I found this particular program out of California where they actually had a dual program where they do life purpose and career coaching and life coaching. So I have a dual certification and they had an emphasis on spiritual coaching as well. Huh. And so I was like, well, hey, this is like the perfect trifecta right here. And so I said yes to the program and you know, the rest is history. 
Ah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Well, since becoming a career coach, um, what would you say is something you've learned about yourself personally? The thing that um, amazes me all the time about myself, I have been in personal development and professional development in some form or capacity for a couple of decades at this point, because even prior to becoming a coach, when I was working in higher education, I was responsible for training students and professional staff. And so helping people to be better versions of themselves, it was it's just been in my blood for right. a long time, right? right. Um, so the thing that amazes me about myself, though, is that although I have read all the books, I've done all the courses, there's always deeper levels for me to go. And right. every day I'm discovering something about myself that makes me go, wow, you know, I didn't even know that little corner was there. And so the self- You might give us an example? Um, an example. It could be something as simple as, um, you know, someone might say something that, you know, causes an emotional trigger of some sort. And at this point, since I've been doing the work so long, I understand that whenever that happens, it has nothing to do with the situation itself, everything to do with me and how I'm interpreting mm. or what that thing is hitting up against. And so it could be something that, you know, um, again, it could be something my husband says or something that happens to me professionally, right. where something just kind of triggers me in some way. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I need to move that rock and see what's under that stone, you know? I, mm, I, I, I definitely understand. Um, um, what you're saying, you know, I, uh, I've began to practice here recently within the last year and a half, two years, um, when it comes to my emotions and when something triggers me or hits me and kind of, you know, pulls on um, an emotional string, asking myself, you know, why is that, right? And I believe, and this is just kind of my perspective on it, I believe it's usually for one of two reasons. I, I It's either because of something that I've went through in my past and I have to work through or because it's something that is genuinely a part of me that I probably don't like and it doesn't serve me does that make sense so it's it's like th that's what I've come to and um you know I but I do think it's important that when looking at both to really be honest and transparent about, is it something that comes from your past? Yeah. Um, because it's really easy to run from, you know, uh, honest reflection, right? Oh like, yeah. It, it can be easy to run from honest reflection. Do you, Absolutely. Do you have any um, tips for um, reflection and reflecting on one's life? Well, I think, so um, in my book, one of the things that I lay out, um, I lay out a path towards transformation. Um, and I use a specific model. It's called the Only Change Model for Transformation. And there are four parts, awaken, align, flow, and love. And each one of those parts um, provides tools and strategies about how to move forward on the awakening, in the awakening process. Well, the way that it's structured, each one of those parts unlocks what I call soul qualities. Now there's endless dimensions to who we are, right? Endless dimensions. But I touch on what I see as seven key characteristics or qualities that 
are innate for all of us, but we have to learn how to develop them in order to walk our path. And one of those is responsibility. Mm. One of those soul qualities is responsibility. And basically for me, that means we get to own everything, not from a place of woe is me, but whoa, this is some power. And so the, the basic tip and tool that I would offer is to start with responsibility. And it goes back to what we were just saying a minute ago about, you know, when you're triggered in some way, when anything happens in your world that causes some type of negative response within you, that you see it as an opportunity for you to find out something within yourself, right? right? So one of my favorite quotes is by Carl Jung, Swiss psychologist, where he said, man will do anything to avoid facing his own soul. Man will do anything to avoid facing his own soul. And for me, um, I mean, if you look at our society, like we're constantly moving at 90 miles an hour, you know, busyness is almost like, you know, um, it's this endearing status that we get to carry to show how important we are. But that busyness keeps us from being still. Mm. It keeps us from seeing ourselves. It keep, keeps mm. us from having those opportunities to reflect. True. So stillness is the key. Mm. And as you can see, I can go on and on about this stuff. So, so stop me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 you're you're definitely speaking the true true fact. You know, um, being able to be still um, has so many benefits. Speaking of your book, "Be Yourself to Free Yourself: Awakening to the Life You Are Meant to Live." Uh, go a little bit more in, in in detail about your book for us. Like what like what it what do you want the world to know about your book? Um, yeah, what yeah. do you want the world to know about your book? Well, first of all, you know, I always keep a copy close by. Yep, that's I a true it. author. That's a true <laughs> author. As a true author, as a true author, <laughs> you need to have a copy of your book with you. And here, look, hey, if you're thinking about releasing a book or right. if you have a book, you don't keep your book with you, you need, to you need to keep your book with you. True author. <laughs> It's exactly. on Amazon, by the way. I'm going to include the link in the show notes so you can get a copy. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you sharing with your audience. Um, I love the book. And I love the book because I am so clear that it is something that was written through me. So I mentioned before that I've been studying this stuff for years in terms of ancient wisdom and spiritual laws. Um, the model that I shared before that's uh, highlighted in the book, I've been teaching on it for years. I live it every day. I use the model. Um, and one of the reasons why I wanted to write the book is because the, there's so much power in the principles and the tools. They've transformed my life. They've transformed my clients' lives. Right. Um, and so I knew that I wanted to write the book as to document this body of work. But when I was writing, um, so a lot of the stuff, although I knew it from different vantage points and I'm still learning and still growing in my in my knowledge but I was very clear that I was a channel and the information was coming through me so for that reason that's one of the reasons why I keep it close by because it's as much um, a piece of medicine for me as it is for others so I can go into it at any point find a random page and get something for my own soul so I know that the power in the book 
Mm, I like that you that you shared that. Thank you for sharing. Um, you you mentioned studying spiritual laws. Um, I know there's many, um, but what's one? What's a spiritual law that you like to talk about um, that you would share with us today? You know, one of those spiritual laws that you feel as if you know people should just simply be aware of, so that way they can they can make progress in their life. Yeah, I mean, and I'm glad you emphasize that there's so many spiritual laws um, and, you know, we're flowing and working within the confines of those laws all the time, but they don't serve us or can't serve us if we're not aware of them um, or we can't use them in a way that moves moves our lives forward if we're not aware of them. But the one that has been the most significant for me is the law of attraction. And I know that we have gotten to a point where I'm sure there was probably like a lot of eye rolling as soon as I said that word, because the term is tainted at this point, but misuse, misunderstanding of the law does not make it any less potent. And so I point to the law of attraction because, um, I mean, the very name of my company is owning change. A lot of people think when they hear that, it's like, it's about you know, creating change out there in the world, owning change. But no, it's about owning the change. It's about personal change. And so with the law of attraction, it basically dictates or explains that um, anything that's happening out there is a reflection of what's happening in here. We attract what we are. We attract um, with our thoughts. We attract with our very being. So that's, that's the law that, um, that I teach around and that I focus on for transformation for myself and for those I serve. Right. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I, I definitely agree with you there for, for, I I would like to go a little bit deeper there as as well um, for the person that may have rolled their eyes, because I do know that the law of attraction has become something that I, I think people attempt to throw around and to some may have lost meaning. Um, but in fact, it's a very real law. Like, <laughs> you know, it's a very real right. law, whether yeah. you like it or not. And exactly. one, I, I, I like to talk about the law of gravity, whether you like the law of gravity or not, you jump off a building, right? You're coming down, right? Exactly. So that, like, like, like that's the, that, you know, very real laws. It's in, it for, for the, for the person that, um, you know, comes from a, a very rough background and, and might challenge the law of attraction with the idea that coming from a terrible upbringing is in fact a you know uh um example of the law of attraction not being real i would not say that's true i want to go go deep right here because i i know what it means to come from a a um a very unfortunate background and when if i was to talk about the law of attraction whenever i was younger and not knowing what I knew now, I would I wouldn't have listened. Um, yeah. But what I've what I've come to is at a very early age, your reality, the reflection about there, a lot of it does have to do with, you know, the childhood you have. However, there comes a point in in life, um, and it's very early. It's earlier than people think. There comes a point in life where it's solely and 100% a reflection of you because you have the decision to change at any moment. 
right? Um, you know, that, that's the difference between someone that can, that attempts to handle their own at 13 or at 14 versus someone that's having a very hard time doing it later on, right? It's, it's just, it, it, you know, just simply that understanding. So I wanted to, I, I wanted to really drive home there because I think um, that we have to get it, personal development. You know, we can always um, have better because we can always be better. Right. As long yep. as as long as we are alive, we have in more potential that we can tap into. Um, so yeah, I, I I'm really I'm really picking up what you're putting down. I um I want to ask you, what's your personal mission statement? My mission statement is to embody and to be an example of love and grace in the world. Mm. To, to embody and be an example of love and grace in the world. Um, I see love and grace as alchemical forces and the power that they wield are, it's phenomenal, it's endless, it's bountiful. And so for me, when we learn how to truly understand first what those two forces are, and then we try to live um, in an embodied, live those out in an embodied way, then that's how we change the world. And so um, I joke because actually in my book, grace is one of the soul qualities that, but one of the seven soul qualities that I mentioned earlier. And um, I also mentioned that the fourth um, part of the model is love. And so I see us as like the whole goal is to walk a path where we are learning to move towards that place of unconditional love. And when we do that, we unlock the beauty of grace and grace. I define it as um, the unmerited favor and love of the universe. It's something that is bestowed upon us just because we were born. We don't have to work for it. We don't have to earn it, grace, it's available to all of us. And because it is something that's given to us freely, we have a responsibility to embody it and then to move it out into the world because we're, we're vessels made in the image of God. That's, we're here to create. And when we learn how to create from that space, then we can move mountains. Like we can, we can make magic happen. And I don't say that in a playful or, you know, um, joking way. And um, so I'm clear that my mission is to, to be those things, to embody those things. And also part of my mission, you know, it, it very much points to the fact that I'm here to help others to find their way. Mm. I'm here to help others find their way. And so when I talk a lot about purpose as a life purpose coach, um, and the one thing that I'd, I'd like to emphasize for your audience is the understanding that purpose is multidimensional. And we have an inner purpose and an outer purpose. And so often we focus on the outer purpose, thinking about like the things that we're supposed to do in the world. But that inner purpose is about who we're being in the world. And we want that doing to emanate from the being part. The being part is the most important part. Right. And so once we learn that trick, and once we start focusing on the inner work, then the outer part starts to take care of itself because it's right. a reflection of what we're doing within. Right. I love what you're putting down here with, with you being in, um, 
um, a leader in the personal development space, I would love to give you free range to just share um, with my viewers two to three practical tips for personal development. So unleashing someone like me in this way, Joe, is a dangerous thing. <laughs> but I appreciate the space to just talk for a second. Um, so what I love about your platform, even your invitation to um, join you in this conversation, as soon as I went to your site and saw a little bit about who you were, I was like, okay, yes, I don't even have to think about this long. I want to sit with this brother, right? And then your questions that you sent to me um, in advance of the conversation too, again, they point to that greatness. And so one of the questions that you asked were, what are my top five rules of success, right? right, right. Um, and I hope that I'm not getting to this pre, uh, prematurely. Is it okay that I introduce those now? No, absolutely. It's okay. Please do. Okay. So I shared that my five rules are follow the guidance of your own soul, understand and own your innate worthiness, create change from within, cultivate a high vibe ex existence and give grace. And I'd love to just touch on each one of those for just a second. Absolutely. All right. So the first one, follow the guidance of your own soul. Um, everything that I teach is about living a soul aligned life. Right. And we were just talking about that outer purpose and inner purpose. When you align with that inner purpose, that is your soul. Right. That is that soul alignment. And when you live from that place, it doesn't matter what, who has to say about what you are getting your marching orders from within. Right. The universe backs you in your mission and the mm. thing that you're called to do. Mm. Right. So follow the guidance of your own soul. That's the, that's my first tip. Um, the second thing, understanding and own, uh, owning your innate worthiness, that points back to that grace factor. You know, the love, the grace, the goodness, the abundance, the prosperity of the universe, it is available to all of us, but we cannot tap into it if we don't believe that. We don't believe that. You were talking about um, situations where you might have someone who comes from a difficult environment, difficult life. Um, and understanding that um, we all find ourselves in situations where we are challenged in different ways. The thing that I want to bestow um, upon your listeners is the understanding that we have equal access to shift and to change the dynamics of our lives. And these tools and strategies that we are talking about um, are the keys to doing so. So understand that you are just as worthy as anyone else on the planet and you have access to the goodness. Right. Third thing, do I still have time to finish? You absolutely do. Go ahead. Okay. So the third thing, create change from within. So um, I think, you know, if you look at the state of the world, um, again, so many different fronts, so many isms, so many challenges. And I believe it's because so much of our work is consumed with like putting our hands out to try to fix it, try to fix it out there. When sustained change, when true transformation happens, it comes from within. So if we think about the fact that the world is just a mirror, it's showing us who we are, then we are almost foolish to try to change the world. We have to change ourselves. 
Right. And then when we change within, it's reflected out into the world. Right. My own life is such a dynamic example of that, where relationships, money, different things that I was fighting against and battling for so many years, right. trying to fix it out there, right. mm, couldn't shift a thing until I turned within, mm. you know, and start doing my own personal work. So that's the, the third tip. Fourth one, cultivate a high vibe experience. Um, one of the ways to get to that place where you attract the goodness right. that has your name on it is by dwelling in the space where that goodness is. Mm. So if you're down here and cranky, angry, everybody's right. stupid kind of existence, and that's um, the energy that you're exuding, then that's what you will continue to attract. Right. But when you move right. up the emotional scale to just a better feeling thought, whatever right. that is, better feeling than where right. you are. Right. Don't aim for the sky, just better feeling. Right. And you can work your way up. I, and I want to point out here, you, we at, at this moment, you're specifically talking about the being, right? Like th this mm -hmm. is the being part of it. You yes. have the decision to just simply be. <laughs> like be That's that the power. person be yeah. like if, if you're if, if you're if you're down in the funk every nothing's going your way the the world is against you that's you being in a funk yes. well now you have the decision to be in a high vibe experience by yes. simply raising above the funk you know i'm not going to focus on that i'm not going to let my language be around that right i'm going to focus on uh, what i what i am grateful for what yes. i um am going to do um who i'm called to be and simply be that person i'm going to focus on that person and i'm going to speak from that person right like, you're talking about the being right here so i love it i am um, I absolutely just, I yeah and you know the thing is if you're in that space that doesn't feel good, it, it can take a while for you to get into a rhythm where you start to culture, cultivate that high vibe space. Right. And you, but on doing it, like as a practice, you will get to a point where it becomes your default. Right. So you right. still have challenging days, but your right. existence for the most part is up here and right. you feel good most of the time. Right. So absolutely. And then the final one is give grace. Um, give grace, give grace give grace. We receive it freely from the universe, you know, um, and we have to get a place to a place in this world where we are willing to see the humanity in other people, right. where it's, it, and, and when I talk about giving grace, it's not about not holding folks accountable for their actions. We can do that, but we can do that in a way where we still honor the humanity of who they are. At this point, everything, especially when you look at our political and social landscape, everything feels so tense. Everyone is, you know, we walk with righteous indignation and it feels like any minute you could step on a landmine because we don't extend grace. So if we get to that point where we can um, just take on that sense of humility to understand that everyone, regardless of what they, br they bring, Regardless of how you much you disagree with whatever it is they're saying, they are human and that they have come to that place and that understanding because of whatever their background is. Right. And we can hold them in a space of love and grace and move towards something better at the same time. Right. 
a magical place. And I, and I think we can, we can get there, but it, mm. it starts with that personal change. Mm. I definitely agree with that. W would you say that being able to give grace to others, start with giving grace to yourself? Oh my gosh. Yes. 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 Because the bottom line is I cannot give to another what I do not possess myself. Right. I cannot give it. And so that's why we have to go back to the very beginning of our conversation where we talked about doing the reflection, doing the, you know, the affirmations and owning your own sense of worthiness, learning to love yourself. And then when you are in the company of others, it will come from a genuine place because when we feel okay, we can be okay with others. Mm -hmm. Definitely agree with that. Um, Monica, I want to say it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Um, if you don't mind, please share with my um, viewers where they can connect with you. Well, thank you so much. This was like the fastest 30 minutes ever. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed the conversation so much. So thank you for having me. But yeah, I, I invite your audience to connect with me. My, my website is owningchange.com, O-W-N-I-N-G change change.com and I can be found on Instagram at I am Monica Moody. Thank you. There it is. I'm going to be including um, your information in the show notes as well. I want to say thank you again for joining me today. Thank you, Joe. Take good care. <laughs> Will do. And um, to my listeners, I hope you take something that you learned today and implement it in your daily path. Until next time, I hope you have a blessed day. I wanna be unique, got more than my kid I could teach I want you to hear when I speak, I wanna free People imprisoned by stigmas and popular common beliefs Don't want you to think, I want you to feel Look down inside you and tell me what's real If you're unsure, then you're uncured We only get one life, man, it's a big deal Do you love what you do? Hey, I wanted to jump on here really fast and say thank you for listening to today's episode I hope you got something from the message that you can use in your life if you are a mission-driven individual who wants to share your message and change lives, then I'd love to show you how building a podcast can help you do that. Please visit joewintersjr.com to book a free discovery call with me so I can help you out. If you are an organization looking to bring me in to speak with your team or at your next event, you can book me by visiting my website, joewintersjr.com, and scheduling a free discovery call so we can talk about your expectations and what you want from me. I'd really love to serve you. Have a blessed day.